Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I am your hostess, Nicole DeVincentis. It's great to have you here with us today. We have an awesome topic. I know I say that every time, but this one I really, really, really mean it. <laughs> here's, a, here's something that's going to actually help you if you have an interest in getting your shit together. Oh, yes, I said it. Yes. All right. So it's I love these podcasts because it's really helping me to quantify, like, how did I get to this point? So here's what I'm going to say. Some of this is random, and then we're going to get straight into today's content. So just a little bit of personal aside here. I've mentioned to you before that I come from a healthcare background and that I made this transition and... I didn't know what I was going to be doing after I worked as a nurse. And then I I developed an allergen-free baking line and was putting that on the market when other companies started and organizations started learning about what I was doing for personal and professional development of my employees, who I didn't even hire yet. I was like a two-person operation at that time. And started asking me to coach them, have strategic mastermind sessions, or coach their employees when it comes to personal and professional development. And, you know, I I took that gluten-free and allergen-free baking line to the point that I wanted to take it. I didn't like where the market was trending. I didn't like how I had myself positioned. And honestly, it wasn't at the time enough to keep me engaged and waking up every single morning. To be honest with you, this sounds so ridiculous. Maybe something is wrong with how I view making money, but it was almost too simple in a way. I don't know how else to describe it. Like I love the development part of making that business and the infrastructure of it, but the actual like day-to-day just selling cookies, not to minimize anybody who does that, but for me personally, it just wasn't enough to wake me up. I think that, you know, we will revisit that at a future time, but I still, I love developing people more than cookies. <laughs> so here we are on this podcast. But really what has happened was the, the strength that I have of developing, developing concepts, developing people, developing structure, Um, As I was going throughout my nursing career, and again, this took me so long to really embrace what the hell happened, was, you know, like, healthcare is so screwed up, and we need nurses like mad, so, you know, there's a a major hiring issue with the nurses, but as I was going along my clinical path, I, I found that I wasn't just being recruited for clinical expertise, I was being recruited and hired for my leadership skills, like, into organizations who had like it was chaos and they brought me in there and I never accepted like a management position I was always hired as staff and like a charge person like somebody who was going to be on the line with the crews to make order of chaos and to be that person who had that strong um, skeleton figuratively and and literally to stand strong in the face of very tumultuous situations, uh, to be able to command a higher point of communication, to form teams, to 
you know, get stuff done so that our patients, whoever they were, were going to receive the highest level of care. And then, you know, operations could continue streaming, you know, streaming along and could have growth of the organization, flow of the department, blah, 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 all this stuff. So I've been saying that over and over and over again. And I have to be very honest about something is I, I started a few websites and we're going to get into today's topic, which is going to give you your launching pad on how to get your shit together. And so just bear with me. I just, this is an this is what we call clearing. Sometimes uh, when you coach with me, what we're going to do is I'll ask you, is there anything that's going to impede our ability to have an effective uh, session today? It's a, it's a strategy called clearing. Actually, it's called clearing. And that's what I'm doing right now. And I'm just going to tell you how ridiculous this is. I always knew that I wanted to build a leadership academy. However, I didn't go to school for leadership. They have all these different master's programs and different things that they have. And I'm not interested in doing that right now. Hear me out here. What I did was I minimized my qualifications in my own freaking enterprise because I didn't have what I viewed like a formal curriculum on leadership. And I wasn't in the military or anything else. However... <laughs> you can't you can't erase what you're good at. Like <laughs> when you bring your shit to the table, you don't need to have all those qualifications. It merely depends on first of all, I think what sea you're fishing in, but results you don't have to explain them. And I write that all the time on my blog posts, like results need no explanation. <laughs> and that's honest to God what it was. And so as I was building out the different websites for the baking company, for my fitness websites, I was like hush hush on the side doing this other one for personal professional development. And I knew the whole entire time that it was a leadership academy. I wasn't sure how to market it. I wasn't sure how that was going to land. I wasn't really even sure how to position myself as that expert only having come from a nursing background and it was through doing different videos on YouTube um, different experiments on different platforms to podcast before I found this one where I was coaching myself on how I coach other people you know you have to speak into existence what it is that you want to create and you you like results are where it's at and I said the whole entire time, like, I, I've always been hired as a leader. I've been groomed as a leader, like everything. And I was looking through everything that I've written and, you know, here we are. So uh, let's just let the cat out of the bag. I'm building this online coaching and training academy, which has a fitness lake to it, but really where everything has steered. And I've been thinking about this over the past couple months because I've been coaching some really stellar individuals and paying close attention to where do I feel like my myself if that makes sense you know how sometimes you're working in a place and it just like it just doesn't resonate with who you are or what you're doing like you've changed you know you're the you're the butterfly that come out that came out of the chrysalis and you can't go back to being a caterpillar anymore and that's how I feel I've groomed myself to to have 
a business where I'm able to coach people around the world as long as I have either Wi-Fi signal or a cell phone signal and that's what I have set myself up to do and that's what I'm doing and I've been fighting that because of fear and it's so flippin' ridiculous and how freaking hypocritical is that? <laughs> so I'm here to tell you like, duh, do the shit, you know? <laughs> Oh, dear God. All right. So thanks for listening to that. Let's move on today. We are talking. How do you get your shit together? So long story short, what I'm doing right now is I'm doing organizational leadership coaching uh, for entrepreneurs. I love working with entrepreneurs, um, very high level athletes, decision makers, industry leaders, and C-level executives. And it doesn't mean, you know, that I don't do individuals on the personal front. I mean, if you're a decision maker in your household, yes, I absolutely work with you also. But my expertise, honest to God, is number one, helping you get your shit together, like all the way together. I don't know how I'm this stabilizing force. That's just what I am. And so if that that can help you in some way, hey, I am your gal. So let's get this show on the road here. You know, we talked some of our earlier podcasts about making that switch, about recreating yourself. How do you move yourself into a different mental space to become somebody different? Maybe not in your heart, you know, if you come forth and you have a good heart, but it's, you have to become somebody different in order to do something different so you can have something different. Does that make sense? It it goes back to the teachings of be, do, have. And if you've read some of the works of Robert Kiyosaki from like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Cashflow Quadrant, two books I totally recommend. I don't get paid. I don't work for Robert, but I'm just saying like he throws down on how, why that teaching is actually true. You know, you don't, it's not like you have lost 50 pounds and then all of a sudden you are healthy. You actually have to be healthy first do the healthy things and then you will have lost X number of pounds. Okay. So the, the chronology is be, do, have. All right. So now what does that mean when it comes for time for you to get your shit together? All right. You want to hear a funny story? That sentence, get your shit together actually comes from Oh my God. All right. So, you know, I'm a nurse. All right. So I'm going to tell you this quick story and you're going to learn a little bit about my sense of humor and how so much of my, what I call my past life as a nurse is totally infused in through everything that I do. And so if you hear me just suddenly break out into a laugh after saying something, it probably is because it comes from something that I saw while I was working as a nurse, which just freaking cracked me up and be advised medical people we do have a skewed sense of humor especially those of us who have come from emergency background you gotta there's no way that you're going to be able to survive that environment if you can't find humor in something so this is what it was all right so all sensitivity i want you to just pay attention to what this was like okay so uh, yeah i worked in this trauma center 
And, you know, when you're in there, when ambulances would come in, they call you on what we call this radio. And we would put it on like speakerphone because you're writing down details. And the purpose of the call is obviously to tell you that they're inbound. They need to tell you like, what's the matter with the person? So you can figure out where they have to go. Like, are they dying and they need to be upfront in a room that's got tons and tons of equipment or can they go to the waiting room? like that are they in labor are they trauma patient are they a burn patient like it helps us a lot but one of the ambulances that would come was actually from the town where we were where our hospital was and they were not an ambulance crew that did any advanced things so they didn't do ivs or medications they were what we call basic life support and the and the town is only like two square miles i mean so from one point to the other like how long it took them to get to us their estimated time of arrival the eta was less than two minutes all the time and so usually they called when they were on our driveway and they always had the sickest and most messed up people it was just it's incredible anyway when they would call their report was always the same we just want the pearls like we just want to know if the people are awake we want to know if they're breathing we want to know what their pupils are doing because your pupils can be an indication on of whether or not you have drugs or on board or if you're having a stroke or whatnot and uh this <laughs> and they saw a lot of bad stuff in this town so when they would call in with this report it was always the same like they would just say the status they would just say the pupils they would say the lung sounds and one of the guys used to be in the military so when he would call in his reports were just like military cadence like it had a rhythm and a beat to it so he'd call in and he would say status is alert pupils are pearl lung sounds are clear we'll be in your way we're pulling up into your driveway <laughs> it's kind of like you almost like tap your toes when he would say this report it, it took like two seconds so this, and he never lost his cool like none of the people who worked in that town because they saw so much shit every single day like it would really take a huge 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 thing to cause them to have either quivering in their voice or you know like be kind of like breathy like that it just didn't happen because they like their tolerance and what they saw every day was like you know over the top so this one time <laughs> answered the radio it wasn't me that took this call but all this guy said was <laughs> Loyola get your shit together <laughs> All right, sensitive ears ready. We got a gunshot wound to the head and he's still breathing. <laughs> and usually if you had somebody who was shot in the head, it was a rare occasion that they were still breathing. Like that injury was usually not compatible with life. And that has gone down, you know, from the ER side as like the funniest call ever because we had it on speakerphone and it was blasted throughout the whole entire it just, I guess you got to be an ER person to find humor in that. But I'm telling you, like, it has gone down. Like, that's all that we say all the time. Like, get your shit together. And that's really where this next piece is coming from without any of the bodily injuries. So let's talk. Let's talk about getting your shit together. This is, this is going to be something that you can do that I promise you is going to have next to eating breakfast and drinking more water 
is going to have tremendous overflow into your whole entire life when you're trying to get your shit together, when you're trying to get organized, when you're trying to go next level in any area, personal or professional side, okay? Now I'm going to tell you the word, you're going to hate it, but that's okay. We're just going to listen, be the sponge, and we're going to roll. We'll get through this together. And it's honest to God, it has to do with your morning routine. All right, here's what you need to know. How you spend the first two hours of your day literally determines how the rest of your day is going to go. All right, so let's unpack this just a little bit. This is what I mean, okay? Now, you hear like successful people all the time. They talk about the importance of having a solid morning routine. And maybe you do have a routine. Maybe your routine is you have (laughs) five different alarms set on your phone. Ah, is that you? Okay, (laughs) in case you miss the first one or in case you press snooze or in case you accidentally kind of go back to sleep after you take your shower and you need to be sure this is when I really have to leave the house kind of a thing. And then you've got coffee and you're rushing out the door, but you don't even have anything for breakfast. You're trying to get kids out and then you're, you know, blasting the radio and you're looking at your texts and you're emailing and then you're trying to get out the door. And when you get out the door, then you're stuck in construction traffic and nobody's moving and everybody's driving like jerks and you barely get to work on time. Have you ever had a routine like that? As opposed to waking up gently listen to the difference. (laughs) And let's say you are able to go and stand oceanside and you've got the beautiful sunrise coming up and you can feel the sand in your toes. You know how it's just kind of a little bit cold yet in the morning before the sun, you know, starts to burn a little bit hotter and you can hear the, the waves coming in towards the shoreline. You can smell the salt water and you can inhale it and you get that mental clearing. You see the difference between the two? Now, okay, hold on. Now, I know you probably don't live on the ocean side. I get it. I'm just telling you that if you've never experienced what it's like to have a morning routine that actually positions you to win, that would you wouldn't appreciate it unless you experienced it. And that's the contrast between the two, the model that you're currently running and what the optimal one can actually be like. It's kind of like eating well. If you tell people you should eat well because you're going to feel better, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when they finally do, they're like, oh my God, I had... You wouldn't even know it. I didn't know it until I started eating better and I feel so much better. Like you can just talk wah, 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 like Charlie Brown's teacher. But until you actually do it, you would never actually appreciate it. But that's actually the contrast between what it's like to have a powerful morning routine that actually sets you up for success and one where you're basically operating in survival mode. You're almost on defense. Like you're just trying to catch up (laughs) to get out the door even and make it to work on time. Does that make sense? And so here's what I'll tell you. When you put into place something for those first two hours of your day, and I know that sounds ridiculous. Now, Now, here's my job. My job is to paint the gold standard and then assist you in getting your life optimized. This may not be overnight for you. I know my entrepreneurs, you guys have full command of your schedule. You've got no problem waking up at one o'clock in the morning if that's what the situation calls for. I know we're crazy like that. I get it. You know, people who work around the clock, 
If you work a 24-hour shift rotating days and nights, you're pretty much the same thing. So here's what we're going to do. If you can somehow figure out when can I wake up? If I can just even, this is going to be how can you step into this 15 minutes earlier with intention, not out of drudgery or grudgery, you wake up and your mind is so sensitive those first few waking moments of your day. That's actually when your subconscious mind, first of all, is most sensitive to whatever information you put in there. And when you jam it with frenetic energy, rushing around, oh my God, I hate this job, all of the electrical, their EMFs is what they call the stuff from your electronic devices go in there, a lot of caffeine, a lot of sugary stuff or nothing at all. That's how your your subconscious mind starts to program your day, that there's never enough time, you know, that, you know, life is hard, this is rushing around, I hate my life, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and you get out there, and sometimes you'll find that you, you start to gas out by mid-morning, probably because you don't eat breakfast, but also because you're losing your flow, and you are then always trying to catch up with the rest of your day, but if you can establish a morning routine where those first two hours of your day, you are in command of. And so here's, I'm going to give you an example. So when you wake up, okay, maybe you're going to have to set an alarm to wake up earlier than you currently do. But now you want to have things ready for you so that you really don't have to work when you're in your morning routine. So this would be, if you're going to have coffee in the morning, Get everything ready in the coffee machine or if you have a timer on it, set it up so that when you wake up, it's already there. You don't have to do any work. Have ready for yourself something inspirational to read, especially if, if you have begun to read the Bible or anything you know that's going to increase your, your faith walk, that's the time to do it. That's going to be a great time for you to take a walk and have a talk with God during those first, you know, moments of your day before you start to have all the distractors. It's going to be a great time for you to take out a journal or anything to just write on. I know a lot of my people, when they're first starting to get their shit together, they've got all these fantastic ideas inside of their head that they didn't know what to do with and I always recommend that you get a three ring um, binder or you know I mean get a notebook whatever you want but just get a piece of paper and start writing whatever comes to your mind and it starts to just get your creative juices flowing but it starts to decompress how much like information pressure is inside of your head and that's what allows you to actually organize it. Just like if you have a closet, you can't organize it when all the stuff is in there. You've got to take the stuff out and then clean it and organize it. You, that's the same thing when you start to write. It's like a mind dumping exercise and then it starts to, you see everything that you're dealing with and it's very easy to organize. Does that make sense? when you put this into place all the time, what you're going to find is that you're adapting and establishing strategies, which puts you more in an offensive position, meaning you are taking command of the day. 
So rather than you being all up in your email and trying to respond to emails and all this stuff, when you do that, you're actually trying to solve other people's problems. And that's not how you start your day. You got to put yourself in a position to win. You got to put yourself in a power position. So here's what it looks like. If you could do this optimally, you're going to find that this is going to help you market these. So the alarm goes off. Okay. You open your eyes, say good morning to God and thank him for a new day. Literally gratitude is totally where it's at. It's, it's, you're going to find the same threads. I'm probably not teaching you anything that you don't already know. All right. But this is honestly, if there's a quote unquote secret, this is what's going to help you. Okay. The gift of a day. That's exactly what it is. We're never guaranteed another day. So thank you for the day. Thank you for waking me up today. All right, just kind of sit on the side of your bed and take a few nice breaths in. That's going to increase oxygen. It's going to increase blood flow. It's going to start to get you into what we call a peak state. It's going to wake up your mind in a very positive way. And then as you go, grab your cup of coffee, you know, put your nose into the word, pray, do something that's going to expand your mind, enrich your heart, and develop your walk somehow. Keep the electronics off. You know, if you're into having music, then make sure that it's something that's positive and uplifting. If you are finding that you are wanting to organize, what's going to help you is not having headbanging music on. I know that may seem bizarre because you want to get, you know, your motivation on and everything, but those first two hours of your day, what you need to do is you have to have some sort of mental calm and that mental tranquility in order to even think. So put on, you know, put on YouTube and go find, you know, relaxation music, studying music. There's all different sorts of type and they they have no words in them. It's just either sounds of nature, something that resonates with you to get you in that calm space because you got the whole rest of the day to deal with the world. These two hours are critical to your success. And when you find that you are doing this consistently, you are going to look forward to it. Like it's almost to the point where you can't wait to go to bed so that you can wake up in the morning again and do this again. That's how valuable this becomes. That's how cherished this time becomes. You will find that once that routine is into place, it will have spillover effects onto the rest of your day. Now, when you go out into the world and you're dealing with employees or you're dealing with customers or you're dealing with family or you're dealing with people at the grocery store or your bills, even whatever it is that you're doing, you're going to be in so much more of a centered and grounded space that any sort of, let's call it conflict or, you know, little bullshit shit thing that comes along the way, you are going to be able to respond to it rather than react to it which we talk about in all these podcasts, right? The difference, you know, the importance of commanding your emotionality and responding to a situation as opposed to reacting to it. Responding is, okay, I see there is a stop sign. I'm going to decelerate so that I can stop there. Okay. Reacting is a mentos candy being thrown into a bottle of Coca-Cola and you shaking that thing up. Don't do that. (laughs) Just 
trust me on that one, okay? That's the difference between the two. And when you're looking to get next level, especially if you are in a leadership role, which let's face it, we all are at one point or another in our life, but especially if you're building an organization, you've got to have your shit all the way together and you have got to be in the places and have already left before your people ever even get there. I mean, think how far ahead most people are who are in a leadership role. Look at, look at the presidents, okay? By the time anything comes out into the public, they have already spent Lord knows how many months putting stuff together before we ever even hear about it. Do you know what I'm saying? And this is not a political rant. I'm saying like, this is how you do it. You don't tell your people that you're doing this at the time when you're going live. You have already been through that place. You've already traveled through it mentally. You already have the team in place. You already have the structures in place. You already have the how-to before you ever even bring them into that space. And that's that's what leadership is about. Like You don't have time while now you're training these people to be developing policies, procedures, expectations, the how-to. You have already, you already have to have traveled through that space and you can't do it when you have the people sitting there. You need to have that time alone so that you can honestly get clear on what's the vision, what's the mission, you know, stay true with your core values. How are you going to do this? What are your projections for the rest of this quarter or this year? Right. So when you're in that spot, like this is your opportunity to get the layout of the entire land and get some creativity flowing. Have that little bit of alone time with yourself, you know, some time with God, you know, to make sure that this is this is in flow. This is working well. Okay, and then as you go throughout your day, what you're going to find is you're going to find other individuals who share that same respect and honor for those first two hours of the day. And now you're going to be able to have very effective meetings, very effective mastermind uh, sessions, and very effective coaching sessions if that is what is applicable to you. And you will build your enterprise and your organization from that aspect out. But it starts with that decision on how you are going to handle those first two hours of your day. Okay, This then builds into what's your evening routine. Because in order for you to have that bullshit-free you know, two-hour window in the morning, you have to do a lot of pre-planning on the front end before that even happens. You know, If you're going to be having to go out the door... Perhaps now you have to have your meals ready before you go to sleep. You've got to have your bag packed before, you know, to go to the gym before you go to sleep. You've got to actually know when you're working out that day so that you're not working out too late at night and now you can't fall asleep and now you can't wake up on time for your morning routine. It impacts, you know, how much caffeine and when you have caffeine before you go to sleep for the same exact reasons. You see what I'm saying? So it actually starts to automatically get you optimizing and protecting and building that that morning routine and it starts to put every single thing that you have to do along the way into order it makes it very simple for you to start saying no more so that you're not over committed you've got protection of that space 
Does that make sense? I know that it seems kind of like foreign. Maybe you haven't thought about it in that angle, but I promise you, I promise you, when you start developing that morning routine and being very intentional about how you spend those first two hours, it will have tremendous effects both on your mental space at the time, but then in getting your shit together in the rest of the areas of your life. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Okay? So today, your challenge, should you accept, is to start implementing, okay? Start planning, pre-planning what your morning routine is going to be like, okay? Pick one thing. Pick the time that you're going to wake up and then pick one thing that you will do right when you wake up, okay? So you're going to thank God. You're going to take those breaths. You're going to have a cup of coffee. Perhaps you're going to have some lemon water. It works as a wonderful detox agent to get you flowing in the morning. You're going to have some breakfast and you're going to put your nose into some sort of a book or reading which is going to inspire you. Okay, I gave you a bunch of pointers there, so let's make it happen. Remember, the point of this podcast is to shorten that time between idea inception and execution. You've got your work cut out for you, so let's go and let's make it a powerful day. We'll catch you next time.